0: Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money and mindset your superpowers, because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now let's get into the show. Pru Aja is one of Australia's most in-demand portrait and branding photographers. And for the past decade, she has helped impact-driven leaders and high-profile entrepreneurs to visually bring their personal brands to life. Today, Prue is sought after around the country for her innate ability to connect and capture the essence of an individual through imagery. She has been profiled in the media and images of her clients adorn the pages of well-known publications. Prue's passion for visual storytelling is equal to her desire to help photographers grow a thriving, sustainable business, which has seen her move to offering mentoring and coaching through her business academy, The Go-To Photographer. As one of my students in the Modern Marketing Collective and in Scalable, Prue and I discuss her experience and her learnings as she evolves from a brand photographer to an online program owner. And mentor. We discuss how long Prue had been thinking about creating an online program before she launched the Go To Photographer, what made Prue decide to move into the online program space, the biggest challenges that she has faced in getting her program ready to launch, the approach that Prue took with her first launch and how it worked for her. What Prue has learned about running an online program after her first round and the changes that she made to her program since, and what Prue now spends her time on and how this has changed since shifting from a service-based business to an online business program, and Prue's future plans for her business and plenty more. But first, if you haven't already registered for Design Your Online Program Week, then get on to it. We're going to be clearing up your indecision and getting your online program designed ready to launch. So if you want to scale your time, your impact and your revenue beyond one-on-one clients in 2022, just like Prue has done, and you know that launching an online program is your best way to do that. But You might be stuck in analysis paralysis, comparisonitis, and aren't getting any closer to getting your online program launched because you might be going back and forth a dozen times over how much to charge for it. You might be spending a whole lot of time changing your mind over what to include, or you can't figure out how many weeks or months your program should run for, and possibly you're telling yourself that you're not an expert enough to be teaching others yet. This could mean that you still haven't launched the online program that you've been thinking about for months or even years, or you aren't confidently and consistently marketing and selling the online program you already have. So we're going to be clearing this up in Design Your Online Program Week. In this five-day live experience, we're going to be creating the foundations of a multiple six-figure program for your business. There are five key decisions to make when you design your online program, whether it's a workshop, course, membership or mastermind. So number one is the person. Who is it for? Number two, the problem. What problem are you helping those people to solve? Number three, the process. What steps do your students need to go through to solve their problem? Number four, the parameters. So how long does your program go for? What is the structure? What's included? And number five, the price. So by the end of this week, you're going to have these decisions made. I'll be guiding you through each of them and helping you understand how to make the best decisions around these five factors for your business and your students. So you can finally move into actually creating and launching your program. No more overthinking, no more analysis paralysis, no more feeling stuck. Just clarity, confidence, and conviction in your online program. So go to emilyosmond.com forward slash program dash week. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash program dash week and get yourself enrolled. All right, let's get into this episode with Prue Archild. Prue, thank you so much for making time to come on the podcast today.
1: Thanks for having me. I love having a chat with you, Emily.
0: Always, always. So you're actually in a bit of transition at the minute because I would love you to introduce yourself, but I wonder if that's kind of a new thing that you're like, how do I do that? I don't know. How would you introduce yourself now in terms of what you do in your business?
1: Well, Yeah, I guess actually this is the first time for, you know, 2022 that I've introduced myself in this new phase of my life and business. So I've been a personal branding photographer for over 12 years and the last two years I've been developing an online business course for photographers and my love of mentoring and coaching them in their business has made me go, I actually just want to be a business coach and help everyone like this is the skills that i've learned i get so much out of seeing other people expand and grow so i haven't created my magnetic message yet exactly on that but that's the transition that the phase that i'm into i think you know i've built such a great business with my photography and now it's about empowering other photographers and business owners to achieve the same thing that i did
0: And by the way, magnetic messages yeah, from the Modern Marketing Collective, we focus on that there for anyone that's like, what is that? What is that? So Prue, before you did create your online program, how long was it something that you had been perhaps thinking about or considering? Was it something that was on the kind of your like, you know, instant idea or something that you've been mulling over for a while?
1: Yes, it was an idea I had for about three years and I always invest in business and personal development. Every year I spend at least $10,000 on working with a coach or doing a program myself. And over the years, I also found a lot of other business owners and peers coming to me to help them with their business and realize that really sparked joy in me and something that I wanted to do. And Also, from all the courses that I'd done, I found that none really specifically targeted or could help photographers. It's quite a unique business model. So I kind of took all the bits and pieces that I'd learned to create my business. And that's what inspired me to want to start my own course. So when you launched Scalable the first year, I wasn't quite ready. And then the next round is like, okay, yes, I'm ready to do it.
0: What stopped you doing it sooner? What made you feel perhaps that you weren't ready? Because I think there's some people that, it is like they are ready and it's the fears. And then I think there are some people that actually their business needs to kind of be prepared first before they add an online program. What, what was it for you? And was it maybe something different that you kind of stopped you doing it sooner when you started thinking about it
1: three years prior? There was definitely the fear, you know, the fear coming up and going, am I good enough to be teaching other people? And that still comes up, even though I've had amazing students go through and get incredible results. So firstly, the fear, and then it was actually making the time to do it. You know, it takes you, it takes a lot of time to put all of your knowledge and everything, you know, into a course and writing the content and making the templates and the videos. So it was just a bit of a process. And, you know, each little step, there was another fear or a terror barrier that came up and I was like, okay, I've got to do some mindset work to push through this. And yeah, there was just different stages of it. So I still had to really take my time. And another thing is, you know, I was running my photography business and that takes up a lot of time in itself. So being really disciplined at carving out the time to do it. And that took a whole year in itself. Yeah. And what was that first launch process like for you? It's all
0: completely new and it can be quite an emotional ride as well. What was it like for you when you decided to open up for the first time to paying students for the go-to photographer?
1: Talk us through that. It was definitely scary putting it out there. I knew that I wanted to get a few because I've got quite a big network of photographers and I knew I wanted to get a few people on board who were photographers to also give me honest feedback so I allowed them to come on at a at a cheaper rate um, in exchange for them giving me the feedback that, that I needed as well and then I actually I was so nervous about launching it and really putting it out there that I did a few little insta stories and I had some photographers get in touch with me and then I just really stayed connected with them and talked to them through what it was that I was offering and nurtured that relationship and they got on board so my first launch was very soft it was an intimate group I think I had about 10 people which
0: is brilliant and that's also like a good thing I think rather than launching and having 100 people and it's like oh my god like your whole business is going to change you're going to need so many systems I think it's pretty smart to do it in the way that you did it as well so
1: well done. (laughs) Thank you. And it's really important for me to have that one-on-one connection with people too, because helping them get results is hugely important for me too. So understanding what their business is and nourishing the network between everyone in the group as well.
0: Did anything surprise you in terms of when you were actually running that program for the first time? Were there maybe expectations that you had or things that came up that you hadn't thought about before what was that like for you um versus perhaps what you thought it might be
1: Uh, so many things i think the thing that surprised me most you know we have this thing where we think oh but everybody already knows that you think that everybody already knows everything and then when you actually do share your knowledge or start sharing it you're like whoa i've actually got so much in me to like give and share and just seeing how much that surprises and delights and empowers other people in their businesses and that's what's kind of built the momentum more going wow I've got a lot to give in this area as a mentor and a coach and that's why I'm really going down this road a lot more too and so that I can help a lot more people as well so The first round is six modules and they're huge modules. Like, as in, I don't give too much content. I keep the videos under five minutes because I want to make sure people actually do it but we did it over six weeks. (laughs) So it was like a whole branding module in a week, a whole money module in a week. And, you know, people are still running their businesses. A lot of people that do my course are actually three to five years in business, even some that have been photographers for 10 years, but never worked on their business. Yes, wow. And so that meant the second time around, um, I saw how full on that was for everyone. So I was like, let's expand it and make it 12 weeks. So we'd have one module over two weeks. I'll do a masterclass at the beginning of that fortnight. And in the second week, we'll do an actual co-working session. So where we work on the module together and I'm there to answer any questions to help make sure that people actually get the work done as well and implemented into their business. I think that happens to almost all
0: of us is that At the start, we're like, okay, I'm just going to put in like everything I know, put it all in there. And then we realize how much it is. And also that people are doing this not as their, like it's our full-time thing, or for a lot of us, it becomes our full-time thing running this program. But for our students in it, it's like, oh no, okay. Yeah. They've got their other things happening, their business, their life, whatever it might be. This isn't their full-time thing. And they need that time to process that information, to actually implement it and all that different thing. But it's very interesting. I know how much I've changed my programs as well from really putting so much in and then now it's really about stripping it out and I've done that with my retreats as well. I remember the first retreat I ran and I think it almost comes a little bit from feeling not good enough or feeling like I I have to give as much value as I can and equating value with content and the quantity of content. And so I remember at my first retreat, I had these workbooks all printed out for everyone and, and I run three workshops over the retreat. And after the first workshop, I'm like, okay, wow, we really didn't get through all of that that I had prepared. So I went home and like ripped out all these pages of the next workbooks for the next, um, like workshops I was running so I'm like, wait, all they need is actually if we just focus on this, this is going to be really good value. And we, we don't need to look at all this other stuff as well. So, um, yeah, it's very interesting. But we only really learn that when we do it, don't we?
1: Yeah, once you're doing it and you're like, actually, they're probably going to work out. This might go into an advanced course. Yes. But just making sure that it's stuff that people can digest and they're actually going to implement and do it. Otherwise, it's just fluff. And, you know, people don't have time for that anymore. They just want like straight to the point, what's going to work, what's going to make them more money or save them more time in the long run and and keeping it, yeah, straight to the point.
0: Now you've done two rounds of your program. I know that you're in the process of getting ready for your third one. In what way has having an online program changed your business?
1: So I guess it's changed my business because... It's allowing my mind to expand in other ways. I love learning and growing and evolving. I don't sit still for long. (laughs) So it's changed my business in personal growth and business growth and new ways of being rewarded in my business as well by helping other photographers and seeing their business grow. And then, yeah, now transitioning into going, well, I might shoot a little bit less. This
0: is huge proof. Please share.
1: (laughs) Well, it was pretty daunting. At the end of last year, I sent an email out to my database of over 2000 clients and people in my network and just said, hey, I'm actually retiring from photography so I can put everything into this. And it was just came from a deep intuitive knowing that I had to do that to really make space for this next chapter in my life, because I've gone through a few burnouts in my life and I know you can't do everything. Even though you want to do everything, you've really got to choose what's your priority, where's the most growth, what's going to fill my cup and probably help the most amount of people. And that's what I'm making space and time for as well.
0: That's pretty massive to do. And I really acknowledge you for doing that. And I think that what can stop... A lot of people from fully committing or fully going in or fully transitioning is perhaps that fear of if I let one thing go, does that mean my business is going to no longer be successful? It's whether we start our own business. I say that you can either like build and then leap or leap and then build. You can build it up, but then you still have to take that leap to go into your own business. Or you can take that leap from your job and build it up as you go, which is normally the the method I take. So I'm like, let's just do it. And it's the same with the online program. And I know that when I created mine, I always had, I think, very similar to you, although I could be wrong, but for me, it was always having an online program model business was always the thing that I wanted it to be. I wanted to make pretty much most of my revenue from it. I wanted it to be most of my time spent on that. And so I really kind of took that approach and had that in all my decisions And I had client work booked up for about six months when I made the decision to go in this direction with my business. And then I stopped taking on more clients. And it's hard because you're saying no to money and you're saying no to what you used to do as well. But I really think that you have to make that decision and you have to have faith and really commit to the new direction you're going in. And if you don't, you keep saying yes and keep being perhaps tempted. And because as soon as you say, I'm not going to do that anymore, people will ask you for it. It's like, just what happens. You got to be like, okay, how serious am I about this? I'm going to keep saying no. I'm going to keep saying no. So I have the time, like the mental capacity to actually put into this new direction that I'm going in. So it's huge what you've done, Prue, but it's just going to mean that you have, and I bet you can already feel it, that space and energy, brain power to now invest really in this next stage of your business where you're moving into more of the coach and the educator in your space. So very, very powerful and exciting.
1: Thank you. Yeah. People thought I was absolutely crazy. Like my business, I've always got a wait list three months in advance of people wanting to work with me. And it's that thing about setting a big goal for yourself and moving towards it and yeah, letting go and just having the belief that it's going to work. And trusting in that. And when you really do just let everything go and dive in the deep end, you know, you're not going to allow yourself to fail. So it ends up working for you and making, yeah, making that space to grow into as well, because otherwise you can end up burning out and you're doing things half, half this, half that. And I've done that most of my life. And this time I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be super clear of where I'm heading and um, I'm just going to take the leap and do it.
0: I also think as well, Prue, that a lot of people underestimate having an online program, like really, really focusing on one, building it, growing it, running it. And I think a lot of people want to jump to it. That's a little bit too soon for their business. And perhaps they haven't got momentum with clients. They're still figuring out what their offering is. They haven't really developed their own processes and helped other people get results yet. And they want to jump to it. And I kind of just say, just hold off, just keep focusing on getting clients and getting to the stage really where you were at, Pru, where you did have that wait list of clients. You had built your brand. You did have demand and um, you had started. People were coming to you asking, hey, can you coach me? Can you tell me how to do this with with my business? We never know. But what do you think might have been different or what might have happened had you even in your first, second year of photography decided I'm going to create an online program like how do you think it would be different to when you did decide to create one
1: I think I wouldn't have had as much knowledge like I feel like the course is for a completely different audience to my photography clients so this has been my biggest challenge so I guess I've had to build a whole new audience of photographers and meanwhile, gone. oh, I really want to serve my personal branding clients too. So there is actually something in the pipeline coming for that. And I feel like the go-to photographer is a template to learn how to build a course. But back to your question about what would have been different if I tried to do this, you know, five or six years ago, I don't think I would have had the confidence. Like, I feel like I just really hit that level of going, yeah, I know exactly what I'm doing and I can see how this method can help other people and I think you know say if it's for a graphic designer and they want to teach their clients how to do their own branding or something you know you want to have really good clear systems in place that you already work with one-on-one and then you tighten up that system and you turn that into a course or a program the same with you taught marketing for a long time and you had a lot of marketing one-on-one clients and then
0: I'm like I'm repeating myself here I'm repeating myself surely there's a more efficient way to do this
1: (laughs) yeah it's about creating your personal formula and that's unique to you and your offering so that you're the go-to person for that and it's got your flavor to it so I've been a member of the modern marketing collective I think since you started and there's just so much gold in there, and it's always my go-to place. And I'm like, "Oh, how do I do this kind of campaign? Or how do I work with Pinterest?" And I know that I can just log in there and get what I need. Ah, oh, thank you.
0: And yeah, I've had that for like three and a half years, and it's really been like kind of my core focus during that time. Just looking at how can we continue to improve this, how can we really nail down the messaging around it, the sales process around it. I've increased the price a lot since I started it, so. How does your day look different now as you've shifted from the service-based offering as a photographer to now being the online program owner? What are you spending your time doing?
1: So I guess I've gone from selling my time for money to now it's all about learning, growing, sharing knowledge, empowering others and doing that on a greater scale as well. Yeah, I think
0: it's, I know for me, I'm like, I've got so much time and I spend that time on my own growth, my own learning obsessing about my students, thinking about them, thinking about how I can get them better results, and then the marketing as well.
1: Yeah, and it means you've got space and time to do the marketing too because that's your main thing. And then the marketing is more about creating content that really helps people grow and understand how you help them too. Yes.
0: (laughs) It's so interesting though, isn't it? Someone actually posted in the Modern Marketing Collective the other day around She's almost getting worried. She's going to get bored of her business before she's really committed to it. She's like, Oh, I think, but in a few years or whatever, I'm going to be bored of this. I'm like, look, I've had this program for three and a half years and I, I've never got bored. There's so much to do and to think about and to improve. And I do feel like it's at a stage for sure where it kind of ticks over now, but there's always things that we continue to look at and and add or remove or clean up and and have fun with the marketing and promotion of. There's so much creativity that we can have with it too. But what I did want to ask you is, moving forward, what is the big vision or the big vision at the moment in terms of what you want your business to look like and the structure and what you are spending your time doing? Do you do you have one at the minute?
1: So since deciding that I want to move more into the coaching phase, I was like, all right. So what makes a good coach and I'm actually going through my certification to be an ICF accredited coach, which is an international standard of coaching. Coaching is actually very different to mentoring as well. So it's actually two different headspaces. and I'm loving the power of coaching. And I know this is something that's going to be of huge value, not only to my photographers during my course, but to my personal branding clients. So what I've come to is that I've helped people for over a decade tap into their vision and where they want to take their business. And I would capture them as a photographer getting these photos that where they look at them and go, wow, that's where I want to go and helping project them into that. And with the coaching, I've realized, you know, I was doing that on the outside. I want to do that on the inside for people. So to really help people create big visions, action plans and project them into creating the best lives for themselves and really reaching their full potential, getting rid of all the things that are blocking them on their journey as well. So in saying that, I'd like to develop a high level group coaching program, which will be a small intimate group, I think, to start with, which my photography students and my personal branding clients can then feed into this. So this is something that I'm working towards in the second half of the year. So having gone through Scalable, building the go-to photographer, I'm confident in the ins and outs and building a course and now can tailor that to other things as well. But one of the biggest things that you talk about in Scalable is don't try and start too many courses at once because it's a lot of work it's a lot of headspace and I was like oh I could do a short course on this and a short course on that and I was like actually no rein it in keep it really simple and just do it really well absolutely
0: it's almost like a different program and again if you want to do it really well and make great money from it and get really good results for clients that each program you create is almost like a different business entity in a way it has its own processes its own client group in there its own marketing plan its own sales process like it really is its different entity i know as soon as i created my program i was like oh my god now i'm gonna do like another one i've got this other idea and my coach was like what about we just like focus on growing the one you've created (laughs) so it takes like really taming ourselves in and having that focus but it's so rewarding because then we do see those big results happening. And instead of kind of, I think, going to almost a safe place of, I'll oh, just go create a new thing. I'll just go create a new thing. It's like we have to do the harder things. That's growing what we've created and refining and troubleshooting and all of those things. So um, well done on uh, <laughs> Focusing, relaunching the go-to photographer, which is super, super exciting. And then looking at, okay, there could be something else here that makes sense in that client journey. I think it's really, really smart to look at where your clients are and yeah, where you can take them and how you can support them. So Prue, is there anything that I haven't asked you about on my programs that you're like, oh, I'd love to say this?
1: I think something that I did struggle with in the beginning, like talking about creating this whole other entity I was like, okay, so the go-to photographer, that's its own business. And then I'm like, how does it tie back to Pruaja and how does this look? And that took quite a while to lock into place what that actually looks like. And so Purwaja is like the umbrella brand. That's me. That's my personal brand. And then the go-to photographer is a program that I offer under that brand. And then the next thing will be another thing under that brand as well. And I also got very confused going, do I have another Instagram for the go-to photographer? Is it under pruaja And are my photography clients going to be confused? And that really stuffed me around for quite a while. And people are probably going to go through this too. So I have decided I'm just going to keep it all under pruaja But keep the messaging, what I talk about on there. Being able to help other people, so whenever I post something, I think, is this going to entertain? Is it going to connect? Is it going to give them information they can use in their life? And this is from the Modern Marketing Collective as well. So knowing that, you know, the message that I talk to photographers about that that can other people in their own businesses can implement that idea or concept or mindset. Yeah. So I've still got the go-to photographer account, but I just put a couple of things every now and then, and just really working on building my personal brand. And then the course comes under that. So just in case that might help someone that might be stuck in a similar situation.
0: Absolutely. And thinking, okay, if I have one, where does it fit under my current business? Is it a totally separate business? And I think there's no one right answer, but I always have a preference for what's simplest. And and if it does suit and work under the current business and under the current website and under the current Instagram, you know, see what you can do. it does help simplify. Having said that, Prue, where can everyone find you? Where would you like everyone to connect with you?
1: Uh, so the best place is on Instagram. It's where I hang out the most. I'm always sharing my adventures on my Insta stories. So you can find me there at pruaja.co and I'm trying to branch out a little bit more into LinkedIn, but sometimes I forget about it because (laughs) it's just so much more fun on Instagram. Oh, I know, right? I know. So reach out and say hi and if you're thinking about starting a course or anything as well. I'm happy to um yeah answer any questions as well.
0: Fantastic. Prue, thank you so much for your time. I always love chatting with you and I'm excited to just watch you and like everything happened for you this year and the next launch happened and you helping so many other photographers to build their businesses. So Thank you for joining
1: me. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: This episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass. Why your marketing isn't making you sales and what to do about it. You'll learn how to get heard and seen in this noisy online world and stop being invisible, how to fill your audience with the right people, people who will love your content and will actually buy your products, services or programs and how to consistently turn your followers into raving customers without being fake or salesy. This free masterclass is perfect. If you're about to launch your business or you're a small business owner, Register now at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember until next time, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.